out of anybody who was of a high, the highest level possible, he was the one guy who sat there and watched everything, gave anybody who wanted or asked feedback. Like, he was the leader. He was, like, the ultimate team player. Oh, you didn't, bro. EC3's comments about John Cena wanting to go here went went viral, ladies and gentlemen. It is? It went a lot of buzz. Lots of buzz. Lots of buzz. Any other John Cena or John Cena stories that you can share, EC3, to continue to uh, earn your keep here? Oh, now here's... Do I keep my job or... (laughs) High stakes here, Digger. High stakes, man. Like, I mean, as a person, I been very fortunate to be able to call him a friend you know and he's been very cordial and welcoming and a good dude to me when times he didn't need to be so so like it's hard to say hey what's any cool stories hang out with your buddies yeah i have tons as far as relevant to maybe capture that kind of like inside information that's not really hurting anybody because that was a real thing (sighs) i can't think of anything particular because that was a big topic he should turn heel we were talking about that for 12 freaking years i can't just say that out of anybody who was of a high the highest level possible he was the one guy who sat there and watched everything gave anybody who wanted or asked feedback like he was the leader he was like the ultimate team player and, you know, you know he's working through, Lord knows what's going on physically because he's working so much. And then mentally, too, you know, being on top and having that and then having a personal life, you know. I don't know, man. He was an inspiration, really. And just, like, having to do the, not having to, but choosing to do the make-a-wishes. Like, I visited hospitals. We did one for NWA this weekend. It was crushing. And to, like, to be able to do that and, you know, give those kids everything you can. It's cool, man. As far as dirty, weird stories, I mean. I got something for you. Let me pitch this for you. He loves jokes. He loves jokes. <laughs> we'll, save you. we'll save that for you and the PP cam, the Phallus Files, ladies and gentlemen. He would love it. He would <laughs> So John Cena has been, to, to the fan's eye, Digger, John Cena has been notorious for uh, talking about hoe and a hatchet. He's been uh, he's been notorious for burying talent by not putting them over and having the the dub on them and just kind of derailing. Well, not kind of, so significantly derailing any type of momentum. Someone like a Rusev, Alex Riley, Ryback, Wade Barrett. You know those those are four that I can just think of off the top of my head. That had some momentum going with them, and they lost to John Cena, and it just tanked. What do you think about that, uh, EC3, as far as John Cena, you know, beating those guys who had a momentum, who, you know, could have a, a lot, uh, could have had a really, really world title type of uh, push? And do you think John Cena could have, or do you know any stories of him trying to change, you know, what was going on? Why was John Cena? 
that type of that that person used to just damper and just just squelch their momentum. Yeah, like I, I can tell you because he would hear these speculations and rumors of himself, and he's like, "I only did what I was told to do." Mm-hmm. Therein lies there was no thwarting and backstabbing and political maneuvering. As far as I know, like, what do I know? Like, I know what I'm told that hampered those particular pushes. The Alex Riley thing is really an interesting scenario. I also think, all right, with like a Wade and a Ryback and a Rusev, these guys had big moments in big matches, and you don't also, you don't necessarily need the big win to carry forward. Sometimes you need the big challenge to overcome by suffering the defeat there coming back around utilizing that to become the guy to be him and i think windham bray wyatt is that example because he had the match with him and everyone was oh john's on me you know he's killing bray wyatt's push he's killing this he's killing that no what he did was give him a story to come back to years later with a way hotter character a way more unique thing that john probably couldn't wait to get into an angle with when he did the fiend and then so a fan would say with that EC3, that's the exception to the rule. What do you, what do you think about that? Uh, the exception to the rule is who's just because you're hot doesn't mean you're destined for stardom. Hmm. If you cannot accept that defeat. And I never had that opportunity. I could tell you what, if uh, John Cena beat me at WrestleMania, I would still be a fucking top guy. So, sorry. But like, just because you lose one doesn't mean you can't come back and get it later. And sometimes that takes reinventing yourself. Sometimes that takes grinding harder. Sometimes that takes accepting that defeat, knowing that you're not ready because you might not be ready and they might not be ready. They might not have been. And then what happens if you exploit your top guy to four or five people who don't necessarily resonate once they're away from him, then you've killed your draw. You have to protect that with all costs when you have something that unique. So I'm sure if he felt, dude, if if, if Wade beats me, he's going to be on top for 10 years, he would have jumped right in. But sometimes these guys have to prove it. And that's just one step. It's never, it's never done. Like your work is never done getting to the top. Then once you're on top, that's when the real work starts. They eat up Raw and they eat up Lashley. They right. eat up Drew. The, this is just a fresh body for that. I mean, that's all it is. It's, it's, it's a fresh body that they can eat up. I mean, that's all it's going to be at the end of the day, bro. I, I, honestly. So now we will go on to Browing Down Memory Land. Let's talk about Cody Rhodes. Someone else who... Uh, will be making a presence uh, theoretically in the beginning of the year uh, from his uh, injury. So let's start off with you, EC3, as far as did you work with Cody and TNA? How was it like if you did? And where does Cody Rhodes fit into this shuffle? If, say if CM Punk will come back at the beginning of the year, there's still someone like Lassie who are trying to build momentum to. 
Where does Cody Rhodes fit into this shuffle as far as Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? No, as far as TNA, he kind of just showed up and used that as an opportunity for other people to do things and a quick buzz for himself. There was no real connection there in TNA at all. He was there for like a hiccup there, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was really there. I don't even know if he had a match. Maybe he worked a tag with somebody in Bennett once. Wasn't he feuding with uh, Sandow at the time? Yeah, and, uh, you know, Sandow's always down to do business, and I think something came about doing actual business. And, you know, you don't come in somewhere to just get hot-shotted and leave on top. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like the returning of a favor, especially to somebody that was probably at your time a long-time friend from, you know, the developmental days of OVW, Mm -hmm. but perhaps you choose not to do that. And then what's the point? Thanks for wasting everybody's time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where does he fit in the shuffle? I don't know, clogged up in a main event cesspool of like nobody that's really over anymore mm. fit right in like a glove <laughs> welcome to the club <laughs> yeah <clears throat> hey, but we can all do moves and you know i him and punk didn't have interaction in AEW, as far as i know because that was after he conned con and left and yeah. punk came back or were they there at the same time no they weren't he he was he left and then punk yeah, came so you trade one toy for the other, Tony, and look how those worked out. Really uh, well. Punk came back in August of 21, right? And, uh, uh, when did Cody, was it summer yeah. of last year? That, that They barely miss each other, right? So I there's, think. yeah, there's tears of joy from the fan and CM Punk returns, and there's tears of joy in the locker room when Cody left. So, really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't work there. <laughs> Vince, what do you see? Uh, see, what do you see? Uh, Cody Rhodes in this uh, championship shuffle? You know, bro. See, that's that's what sucks. You know, bro. Like, y- you know, Chris. We all see they eat everybody up. They mm. eat up Raw and they eat up Lashley. They right. eat up Drew. The, this is just a fresh body for that. I mean, that's all it is. It's, it's it's a fresh body that they can eat up. I mean, that's all it's gonna be at the end of the day, bro. I, I, honestly. And let's be honest, too, you don't get to make some bootleg-ass throne with some shady-looking sledgehammer and make a big presentation out of nothing and thinking you're cock of the walk and then come back and, oh, you're my boss now. That's okay. I mean, whoops. So Cody and So Cody and uh, Brandy left in February 22, so there was a few-month overlap. Oh, was there? Yeah. Yeah, most out there. Very interesting there. I, I don't know. I'm surprised we didn't get that match immediately on Dynamite. Like, yeah, that's interesting. Oh, why they didn't a mystery opponent tonight. Oh, it's CM Punk. Throw it away. There you go. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Huh. I'm surprised. I was really shocked that we got a really good pop tonight. Yeah, what happens <laughs> next week? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. nobody's gonna care. Yeah, we'll just we'll just uh, go uh, pop for pop every week. Uh, so, do you think Cody Rhodes will win the Royal? Like, say for instance, say CM Punk doesn't come back. Uh, do you see Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble if he were to come back at the Royal Rumble events? Absolutely, it's fresh meat, bro. It's yeah. it's fresh meat. Like seriously, I, I I couldn't see them going any other way if he's going to come back for that. Yes. Roman 
has this incredibly long run and like who's going to be made on the way out that was just john and you're like oh my god again uh, stand aside but i mean that's a hell of a story Well, you know what? While we're at it, let's let's go further into this John Cena versus Logan Paul topic here. So, if it was rumored to for for John Cena to go against Logan Paul, and we were talking about just as far as his does it affect his reputation? Does it affect his current momentum and current status as an actor? My, my question to you, uh, Digger, is: Is it is it separate like the, him losing on like say for instance if logan paul were to beat john cena or if john cena were to beat logan paul doesn't even matter and if logan paul is going to be the heel because he just naturally is the heel if john cena wins from logan paul that wouldn't help that wouldn't hurt logan paul's you know reputation too so would you be interested in a john cena versus logan paul wrestlemania match I'd be interested in John Cena versus Logan Paul TikTok off. There you go. I would be <laughs> interested in a Logan Paul versus John Cena, you know, YouTube Scrabble match. And sure, I'd be interested in a YouTube, I mean, I'm sorry, professional wrestling match with uh, Logan Paul and uh, Mr. John Cena. What happens in a finish like that? Therein lies, you know, the heartache, like the fact that Logan Paul was able to, at a top level, at the end of the day, because we've talked about the celebrities and sometimes they just, like a bad bunny just goes away and nobody really gets the payoff of his, you know, star power appearance, but he loses the rump and that's cool. That's good business. Uh, who's going to be more likely to be there? Logan or John going forward? I mean, actually it can go either way. I think if we're able to break that record of 15, John has to defeat the nefarious Logan Paul before he can have be a 16-time world heavyweight champion. Well, 17, because he already has 16. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't undersell John Cena. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but like, at, at the end of the day, we're, you know, crunching numbers over stuff that doesn't matter. Is it good business? Yeah, it probably is. I mean, that's where I'm at. I mean, Vince, I mean, I know that you don't think you think that it might ruin his momentum as an actor well, not, not only that, chris you also got to look at especially working with a guy like logan paul it's that he's not working with a roman reigns he's not working with somebody that he's familiar with bro the risk of injury hmm. i mean you you got to look at that and what's the series that scene is doing now what's the name of that very popular series maker peacemaker in it. yeah I, I mean chris for all we know he could have a contract with the studio yeah. that may not allow him to do this because if he does get hurt and now their their filming schedule is messed up. And like I said, bro, I think the chances of that increase when you're in there with a guy like, you know, Logan Ball, it's not a guy that he's wrestled a hundred times. So I, I really think like all that stuff would really, really come into play and i just gotta tell you man where the wwe is right now i just again i know he's a very loyal guy i just don't see i just don't see the risk why why he would do it but he's really loyal to i know he is well he that's true too that's true too man you know yeah yeah 
not a Vince thing. He's probably. What, what was his relationship with Triple H, bro? Uh, man, I, I think there was some top guy meandering, you know, when he was on the come up and Trips was on top before he was fully, you know, businessman. But I would say at this juncture, I can imagine them totally cool and totally pros. I do feel like there was a bit of. Hmm. I, I kind of reflected towards the time and developmental I had. You know, this, my ex would actually say this. You know, it seems like there's like two teams in developmental. What do you mean, hun? She's like, well, there's like team like all the guys like John likes, and then there's all the guys that like Triple H likes. And I, I didn't really notice it, but it takes an outside perspective to just watch what we're doing and see that. And then I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. And then it almost kind of came where like. Triple H had the developmental power, like his guys were getting more of the push, while John's guys who were getting over doing unique things and working hard were kind of left aside. So, who, who were some of John's guys you can recall? Rusev, uh, a lot of the guys from the gym, Wade, uh, Drew, Sheamus. Sheamus is a Triple H guy too. Uh, most of the guys that like. Got in at the Trent Beretta, hmm. Bo Dallas. That's interesting. Yeah, that, that, that's interesting because you can definitely tell that Seamus was a Triple H guy. Who was? for sure was. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you could tell that Seamus was a Triple H guy because they didn't they have a WrestleMania match against each other like early in Seamus's uh, tenure there, you know, and he was world champ. What, three months after he wrestled for, uh, in ECW? Who did Sheamus beat? He beat Cena. All right. Yeah, he beat Cena. In a tables match or something like that, right? A TLC I mean, like, or something like that. Or some was, was, that uh, was that planned for Cena to go through the table that way? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Because there's been a lot of spec, you know, speculation of, like, it was an on accident, you know, that uh, – John Cena lost the title and, and went to the table that way. So, what's that? The great conspiracy. You got like Kevin Costner from JFK going over the table. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Separated table, as it can say. Yeah. So, uh, it doesn't seem like, you know, we're what, uh, four months, three and a half months away from WrestleMania right now. Uh, so, I don't. Think well, four and four and a half months away from WrestleMania, so I don't think that Logan Paul's injury, his uh, injury that he got on Crown Jewel, I don't think that he'll uh, he'll recover by then, anyways. So if anything, if there if there was possibly anything for WrestleMania, and most likely will involve Logan Paul, but it does raise a it, it does raise the topic of SummerSlam though, because a lot of times they look for that big match at SummerSlam too. To me. John Cena versus Logan Paul, I think it would be something that they really would consider for for SummerSlam if um, if Logan Paul's bro. Does that position him um, um, perception perception wise? Does that pres- position him as a second banana, bro? Because Reigns beat Cena. I mean, yeah, Re- I mean Reigns beat him. Reigns beat Logan Paul. So now, if you bring in John Cena to wrestle, I. I, I 
I don't know, bro. We're, we're talking about a legit movie star, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I hear a lot of guys put over seeing his acting, and uh, bro, this guy's a bona fide movie star. And, and to me, the booking of that is second banana. He mm. couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't beat Roman Reigns, but we're gonna give him a shot against John Cena because maybe he could beat him. I think when you think of it from a business standpoint, though, I think that's that's where the money is. That's what they're looking at as far as star power. I mean, they don't they don't have. Well, that's what they're looking at. I just yeah. don't know if it's the best thing for him. For Cena? Yeah, I don't think. I, I don't. I don't think yeah. he cares. Yeah, and the thing too. All right, WrestleMania is in L.A., right? Yep. So to kind of book according to that territory. There has to be some sort of Hollywood sort of intersection, yeah. jumbo. Like, I don't know. Why don't you just put? Well, I mean, is the Rock supposed to come back too? Wasn't that a thing? I that was supposed to be. Anymore? Yeah, that was supposed to be, but that looks like that's off the shelf now. So, do you bring yeah. back Cena? Cena reigns the third time, and Reigns already beat Cena twice on paper on two different pay per views. Well, here's the caveat. Here's what you have. You have the story. The story of becoming the 17-time world heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. and then if you're going to pay it off, why not there? Granted, everyone would freak out because Roman has this incredibly long run, and like, who's going to be made on the way out? That was just John. You're like, oh my God, again, ah, stand aside. Nah. But I mean, that's a hell of a story. It's a huge market. I think that would be horrible, though, to sell that for WrestleMania because, like, if you because you, you have you have the fans who are like, oh no, you know, I, I want Roman Reigns to end this championship reign. When is this reign going to end? Which to me, every time people say that, that just to me, if I was booking, I would just continue to <laughs> keep Reigns winning because that's heat. Like he's a heel, so if you don't like the fact that he's champ, make him champ longer. <laughs> I would never. He would never lose. It's yeah. for the old pro wrestling world, be on top of five years. Yeah, I mean, I think he, he's at a he's point. Sammy Zane. <laughs> there you go. He loses Sam. Sammy's the one. He slips off a banana peel and loses to Sammy Zane. <laughs> 